Well, that was a little disturbing. Welcome back to the uh, the Nerd Podcast, folks. Uh, we've moved to a new recording system, so hopefully, hopefully you guys don't hear the crazy robot that is recording for us. Uh, <laughs> but hopefully the audio is a little bit clearer. Some of our early feedback was that we sounded like dog shit. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? Oh, just, well, long time no talk, eh, Shay? Oh, yeah. What have you been up to? Still packing away or what? Everything's packed. If you can be one thing, you should be efficient. Yeah, well, hey, what else am I going to do? That's true. You know my work situation right now, it's a shit show. Yeah, and I mean, Ontario is basically locked down and you're saving money, so. Yeah. How was The Hobbit last night? I know we were talking. So for reference for everyone else, we were listening. We were talking about different topics for episodes. And uh, I had mentioned looking at how different The Hobbit book is from The Hobbit trilogy of movies, which legitimately take longer to watch than I think would take either of us to read the book. So he went and watched it last night. How was that? Or one of them? What you watch? I watched most of An Unexpected Journey. That's the subtitle of the first one, right? I think so. Yeah, um, they just left Rivendell, and then I turned it off because I wanted to just not watch it anymore. Fair enough. But it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It's it's not like the book. No, I, I think. Read. Well, yeah, there's that. Jeez, yeah, I, I read that still. book so long ago. I still have my original copy. I think it's around here somewhere. My dad gave it to me when I was like ten. Really? Yeah. So I'm I'm quite attached to that book, and. Those movies are just buck wild different. Like they basically stay within the same canon as Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings movies, if I recall those correctly. What the uh, books or the movies, sorry? The movies. Yes. The movies I think are all the same universe and it works out pretty smoothly. But man, they're just buck wild campy for a good chunk of the Hobbit. Yeah. But you'll have to wait a couple more weeks to hear our thoughts on that. Yeah. I was also catching up on some content last couple days. I I watched Eternals last night. That was good. I was actually really surprised. There was a lot of really, really negative feedback I was seeing on Facebook and stuff when it came out in theaters. Finally came out on Disney Plus, I don't know, two days ago, something like that. So I watched it yesterday. I was really surprised. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I liked that movie a lot. Like another thing we're going to be discussing sometime in the next couple of weeks. It's kind of all the Marvel stuff in 2021 and our thoughts on that because there was so much content from it last year. I liked a lot of the stuff that came out last year. And I know a lot of people didn't like some of the stuff for a myriad of reasons. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. And then this morning, me and the dog got up and watched Book of Boba Fett, which uh, that new episode is excellent. You're still not caught up, are you? No, I've not even seen episode two yet, man. You are an idiot. You've got to do that before we uh, before we get back together on another call. Well, to be fair, this is only what four days after. Yeah, it's, last it's not very long. Yeah, you know. that's true. Trying to build up that backlog. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. That's don't know. that's all I I've been time. at. I've been tired. Yeah, there's that. I've just been working on school stuff. Other than that, I don't know about you, pal. Think pretty much the same. Ah, uh, work. All the joy. All right, so uh, what are we talking about today? It's your turn to uh, your turn to pick a topic. Let's so, scoop. Last time we discussed Star Wars, which is one of the big like three things Shay and I really love to talk about with each other. The second one is something that we've actually talked about for much longer, and is the main reason I'm friends with Shay. 
we're talking about the Percy Jackson universe written by Rick Riordan. Yeah, that's excellent. We actually almost start or we were going to try and get a podcast off the ground centered specifically around that. But we were trying to do that with a third friend and trying to coordinate three schedules of people in their early 20s is a rough, rough thing to go at. Yeah, and then a bunch of stuff happened with me specifically that made it hard for me to help at all with it. But anyway, now that we've got a nerd podcast, we get to discuss whatever the fuck we want to. Uh, So Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about that, I guess. So the big thing is, well, for one bit of backstory on this, Shay and I separately read the first nine or so books by him in this universe. Yeah, like the Percy Jackson books, The King Chronicles, and I think we started discussing it around Lost Hero-ish. I want to say Son of Neptune. Regardless, a couple lead books up down the line. Yeah. And then um, I actually talked to Shay about it. I was like, I think he would really enjoy these books. That's something we used to do together. And he's like, oh, I, I've read them since I was 10. And I was like, oh, well, we should discuss them. And then and that has stuck I became friends with years. him because he got the books before me. And I couldn't get them, so um, I pretended to like him so he would let me borrow them. Yeah, that that sounds about right. He still doesn't like me. He just he's still got my Sea of Monsters book. <laughs> I do not. I read these books. Oh, think. that's not any better. Hey, I don't so... I don't have it. You know why? Because I packed up all my books the other day. So for reference, there's a long running joke about that between us. Because I, I got a box set of the paper covers of the original Percy Jackson series. I don't know, when I was like 14, something like that. And Michael was rereading the series. And our local library didn't have a copy in stock at the time. Because I think we both actually read all those books through... I read Lightning Thief and Sea of Monsters. I always had copies of those books. But I read the rest of them through the library, which I think you did as well. Yeah, I didn't actually get the Percy Jackson books until like three Christmases ago. My sister got them for me for Christmas. Yeah, so considering those books have been coming out since we were in grade seven. one, somewhere around there. Grade one, no. So we were seven, I thought. I I have no idea. I remember picking it up somewhere around that time. Uh, my grandparents took me into Walmart. We were just we were going on a road trip. I think it was up to their cottage or whatever. And uh, I didn't realize it until much later. But I was that kid who was always asking why, how, what, why, blah, blah, blah. And now I think they honestly just kept buying me books, so I'd shut up in car rides. So anyway, I picked up those first two, and then I was hoping yeah, I wanted you to shut up. Yeah, it's it's pretty relatable, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been reading those ever since. I think there's a couple like anthology things that I haven't read, but I've read all his main novels now, so. Yeah, but yeah, no, we've read all these books, and much like last week, we thought it would be fun to do a little rankings for our universe and universe favorites and whatnot, and Shay and I knew going into this, we would have very, very similar lists, but when we wrote it out, so there's 21 books in kind of like the Percy Jackson universe, which encompasses five series up to this point. Yeah, so about 21 books altogether. Um, yeah, we have 17 of the 21 the same. Yeah, it's... Some it's are pretty very high together, and some are very low together. It's kind of just like the middle couple that are shuffled around for us. Which are also the ones that are like, yeah, that could go up one, or yeah, that could go down one. 
yeah like that's the area where i like where we have those five i could easily switch them around if i wanted to but i didn't want two identical lists yeah i was pretty hard set on my favorites and non-favorites yeah i think that's true but Um, much like um with this well not like the star wars movies but like much like a lot of a it we don't dislike the books we have at the bottom we just don't like them as much like in my opinion he has no bad books like his weakest book is definitely the dark prophecy from the trials of apollo series you know i cannot remember a single second of that book that's because it's not worth remembering to be honest like that's probably his worst book by a good margin and even it's still it's still really good but i found the trials of apollo the big issue was uh i did not find the main character compelling i didn't find most of the surrounding characters very compelling i just found them kind of eh. and then in order to crutch that he seemed to like pull in all these old fan favorites rather than creating new characters like he had in previous series and i think that's the big weakness of those books i think he really wanted it to be a farewell to his percy jackson universe i don't think we're gonna see percy again if ever on the page because i mean like I think he said, like, Percy's all grown up now. He's kind of like us. Because, like, in-universe, Percy's around our age at this point. Yeah, he's in, like... Yeah, he's got to be, like, middle of the way through college now. Because The Last Trials of Apollo came out two years ago, something like that. Yeah, because he was 12 in the first one when it came out. But there hasn't been a new one every year since. A lot of the books take place within a couple months or even weeks at times. Yeah. So, whereas it's been 15 years for us, it's only been about nine for him. Why do you have to say that? That makes me feel old as fuck. Oh, yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, not to mention Rick is working on like 15 other projects at the moment, trying to kind of uh, build the franchise out. That kind of brings me into the next segment. We'll get to our rankings in a second and kind of going over why we have them. Where just to see if we have them there for the same reasons. But um, his most recent book, which came out in September, it was called Daughter of the Deep. And for all of you uh, Jules Verne fans out there, because I'm sure there's a couple. Um, sorry, something popped up on my screen. Yeah, that was me. Uh, I was just sharing something that I'm going to talk about in a minute. Don't worry about it. Okay, thank God. Um, called Daughter of Deep, based off a f- modern not retelling but modern twist on Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea and the forbidden island yeah did you ever read the foreword in it yes okay and it was a really good book i don't know about you but if we had that in our rankings probably top five i gotta go definitely top 10 now definitely top 10 probably crack the top five i think it'd be right on the bottom end of my top 10 I'm very attached to uh, to some of the books. For me, it would be between line eight and line nine, I think. That's fair enough. Yeah. So for those who might be listening who have no clue what other books are in the Percy Jackson universe, because there are people like that, it's the Percy Jackson series, which is, of course, the one that launches everything. And then I think after that, he started writing the Kane Chronicles, which Pretty is... Pretty sure they act- were coming out at the same time at one point. I think it was, I think the Red Pyramid came out 
before Last Olympian. I think that was the crossover there. Because that's when he started oh writing two books a year. Yep. But anyway, that was the second series. And then Heroes of Olympus was the third. And also excellent. Then there was the Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard, which is also good. Different. Very different. Different flavor to it, I think, is the only way that I can describe it. All his previous stuff have have pretty similar flavors to it, even though they're about different types of mythology. Uh, but definitely the Norse series is uh, is very much different. And then, of oh, course, sorry, you... we should have said um, the Cain Chronicles deals with Egyptian mythology. Yeah, that's a good point. The Percy and... Jackson series is Greek, and then the Heroes of Olympus is kind of Greek and Roman merging together. Yeah. And then Magnus Chase, Gods of Asgard, is, of course, the Norse gods. And then he finished it up with a return to the original Greco-Roman style with the Trials of Apollo, which uh, I guess that title kind of gives that away. Yeah. Yeah, and then this new book that we were talking about, The Daughter of the Deep, uh, it's not confirmed to be in that same Riordan verse. Uh, My understanding of it, based on the foreword he wrote in that book, is that it's in the same, like it's, Disney has given him permission to build into the same universe as 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and was it Treasure Island or whatever the other one was? Urban Island. Very good. Uh, horrible, horrible fact about me. Uh, I think I've only read one Jules Verne book. I haven't read it. I think I've read years ago. You remember they used to have the cheap books at Kohl's? All the like classic books, or they might still have them, but they used to have them like three for five. Um, I think I've read Journey to the Center of the Earth. I don't remember fuck all about it, but I read it at one point. Um, So so I I kind of think I know we discussed this before, but I kind of think it's being built into that universe separate from the Percy Jackson universe. See, I like that because you and I obviously love the Percy Jackson universe, but I'd like it, but I also hate it if he merged the two because then we'd just be waiting for percy to show up every five seconds i think that's true i still want an adult series written in the reorden verse though i think that would be really really cool uh i think there's i think if he goes back into some of the stuff he's described like even if he goes back to ancient times like he kind of retells the myths he doesn't like change the myths, but he puts a new spin on them when he's bringing stuff forward. And then also he talks about what demigods are doing during like big events like the Civil War or World War II, stuff like that. So I think that'd be really, really interesting to look at. But I do agree that Daughter of the Deep being separate is a uh, is a good choice for that book. Just ignore my hair. Yeah, Michael's being an idiot. We have our cameras turned on because uh, we're sick of, hey. or I'm sick of talking to blobs in school. Um, I didn't mean to do that. There we go. It's done now. Yeah, Michael just specializes in looking like an idiot. Uh, but in other news, uh, I think we had discussed this before, but there's a few ongoing projects other than his books he's got going on. So the first one is they're making a adaptation of the Kane Chronicles at Netflix. They which are? I'm really surprised by. How did I not know yeah. about that? Uh, I think it came across his Twitter feed and I saw it on his Instagram or Facebook or something. This was a couple of years ago that this was announced. I don't uh, remember that. That's So first of all, whereas it's not necessarily our favorite books, The Kane Chronicles is by far my favorite series overall by him. Yeah, it's funny. You know the Kane 
the Kane Chronicles do not have my favorite characters. None of those are my absolute favorite books, but as a whole, that series is, I think, the strongest. Well, just looking back at our list, both of us have all three of those books in our first eight. Yeah, so that that tells you a lot about what we think of those in comparison to the 20 others. So I'm going to go back to... none of us have our favorite book from a series being before number five. Yeah. Um, So yeah... Uh, King Chronicles 1, The Red Pyramid, which is the first book in the series, is going to be done at Netflix, which I'm kind of surprised by, considering they're also doing a Percy Jackson series over at Disney+. Plus. Also, I think Disney Hyperion Publishing still has all the rights to that, so I'm surprised Netflix is picking it up. I don't know yeah. if he just got a better deal, or he thought movies were a better way to do the Kane Chronicles versus a TV series. Oh, sorry, it's, it's a movie Percy for Jackson. Kane Chronicles? It's a movie for Kane Chronicles, which I think is a better fit, too. Yeah. Um, but we can kind of get into that. And then well, they're it's doing... a shorter series, so a lot easier to do. Three movies than five. Also a shorter time span over some of them. Well, um... Right, because... like the, the lion's share of the content in those books takes place within the space of a week, I think, for all of them. Yeah, for sure. With the Kane Chronicles as well. Did you ever see the Fear Street series from Netflix last year? I didn't, know. They kind of filmed those three movies, like they filmed Lord of the Rings, kind of back to back to back, and then they released them all in the year. I feel like they could easily do the same thing with the Kane Chronicles. Film all three pretty close together. Yeah, because they have like over- leave a year between one and two because of how much time passes. But then two and three are really close together in timeline. But it's not that long. It's Christmas and then it's the spring equinox and then it's the fall equinox. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm actually oh, really yeah, good with the timelines. They could actually do all three just back to back to back then. Yeah. I suspect that's why they're doing it. And in order to have young actors who look the age, which I suspect Rick is going to fight hard for, uh, it's much easier to do that as a movie than a TV series. Anyway, uh, the other thing is they're doing Percy Jackson uh, and the Olympians TV on Disney Plus, which should be excellent. It should be excellent. Based on all the Disney Plus content I've seen, I have really, really high hopes. Uh, Oh, (laughs) on a side tangent... Michael and I cannot stand the adaptation of Lightning Thief and Sea of Monsters. It, they're good movies. They're, they're not great movies, but they're good movies. But Lightning as adaptations. Thief is a good movie until you read the book. Yes. Sea of Monsters, if you've read the books beforehand, is a hot piece of shit movie. Because it just kind of melds a bunch of movies together, or a, a bunch of books together. And it still doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Bro, Kronos in that movie is so... Like, Sea of Monsters, I don't like that movie at all. I can not watch that movie. But Lightning Pit, I can watch it. It's a shit movie, in my opinion, because of the book being a thing. But I can watch it. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. I don't know, like, Sea of Monsters is just incoherent. The visual yeah. effects are awesome. Actually, like, really good visual effects. Some of the bits in it are really funny. Like, there was a bit with Hermes working at the mail center, I think. I thought that was in the first one. No, I don't think so. Because he gives him know. the thermos full of air. Ah, uh, you're right, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. You know, I actually own both of those movies on DVD. That's appalling. 
Uh, I think we're going to have to stop being friends and cancel the podcast. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. That's it. That's a wrap. See you on the next next project. Outro music. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're back at it. (laughs) Here at the podcast. Welcome back. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So anyway, Percy Jackson series, the first season is going to follow the lightning thief. So it's like we talked about when they first announced that. We were right about that prediction. So I'm really excited for that because it's going to be kind of like Game of Thronesy. I think, is how it's going to end up working. Now, so I have a question for you. Okay. I didn't have an issue with the actors for the original series. I actually really liked Logan Lerman as Percy and Annabeth as Thing. They didn't exactly fit descriptions of what they looked like in the book. But would you like to see potentially... Uh, Alexandria Daddario? Is that it? That's the last name? Yeah. Return, not as a th- Annabeth, obviously, but as, like, Athena. Or Logan, return as Poseidon. I don't think they're old enough. But they're Greek gods. They can appear however they choose. Yeah, it just... I'm really hoping they stick some of the descriptions a little bit closer to it. Uh, so, like, I don't know if Logan Lerman came back as Apollo or something like that. That would be a good fit. Or even a younger casting of Hermes, because I think Hermes ends up with a couple different appearances in the books. I could see, I could definitely see that rather than Poseidon. I just, I don't think he's old enough. Uh, I actually really liked, um, who was it that played Chiron in one of them? Friggin' played Bond. Pierce Brosman? Yeah, I actually liked him in that role. He, he was a good one, yeah. Um, and then they had, oh, what's his face at Zeus? Was it Russell? Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Bean, right, right. That was good casting too. That was um, the casting. Actually, if you forget the book accuracy, the casting wasn't bad. Also, um, Black Grover was hilarious, even though it was not at all was to it the Donald character. Glover who played it. Him? No, I don't know who the fuck it was, but he was hilarious. Know, but he, he was great, and that character was completely reworked from the source material. But I, I really, really liked it. I think. I think that was something Rick really lacked in the first series was the diversity factor. He was like, eh, Greek people just like to bang other white people. Brandon T. Jackson played him. Okay, cool. Have you seen, I don't know what side of the internet you're on these days. Have you seen the fan art of like Percy as Hispanic? No. I actually kind of like it, uh, which is a whole nother thing, but I think it's just kind of a cool twist. Um, Yeah. And it's never really specified, right? He's just like, you look like your dad is basically this, the description. So, uh, yeah, I, know. I like when people do that. It's like the Harry Potter stuff because people are sick of J.K. Rowling, which I'm sure we could make a whole nother episode on. Yeah, well, there's Harry Potter and then there's J.K. Uh, Rowling. Yeah, that's uh, that's a whole nother thing. No, I actually I really liked a lot of the stuff they did with those movies. But it was just incoherent. You compare it to the books and they're garbage. Yeah. Also, what the fuck was the pearls? Uh, <laughs> don't even, man, you're just going to get me triggered and I'm going to start going off about these movies. Michael is literally pulling on his hair right now. For I, uh... like, <laughs> It's just, the movies are good if you disregard the books completely. Like, I'm sure if a kid watched the movies, they'd love them. But then they'd read the books and be like, wow, those movies suck. Why yeah. did I ever watch them? I'm trying to think of a good 
uh, comparison. I think like Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, that adaptation is the most optimistic comparison for the Percy Jackson Lightning Thief adaptation. Probably. Also, one of my big things is Percy does not beat Luke in a fight in Lightning Thief. Luke hands him his ass like 15 million times in training and then sticks a monster on him. Like, what are you going to do, boy? I know. So. Uh, it's um, That's all I'm going to say on those movies. Go off. Go off, Michael. No, Lord, let's just get to our rankings. All right. You want to go first this time? So uh, I'll go. Th- I'll, I'll kind of preface it by which series it's from. So we all kind of get an idea. Jesus, our, our lists are so similar. Yeah. So, so we have a spreadsheet. Uh, to track stuff now because we're both morons so michael's just looking at the spreadsheet being like what the fuck so to start it off i had the closing of the percy jackson series which was the last olympian so did you yeah that's just a great conclusion to that first arc and it sets up for the future very well and it stands on its own as a book really well too like some of the other books that i don't like as much can't stand on their own as an independent yeah. story a, a great book um second was the fourth book in the heroes of olympus series which was the house of hades and you also had it second yeah do you want to tell us why you like that one um honestly half of it is just jason i couldn't stand jason which is one of the char- newer characters who are introduced in the heroes of olympus series yeah, uh, and he's introduced as the main protagonist in Lost Hero. He is the Lost Hero. I could not stand him. He was a flat character through that entire book. He got a little better in Mark of Athena, but I don't think we had any Jason perspective chapters in Mark of Athena, so you don't see as much of him in that. You get Percy, you get Annabeth, you get Piper. And Leo, right? Or Frank. Yes, and Leo, because there's the whole... Uh... Mermaids. Mermen. No, not that one. The uh, the nymphs. The Great Salt Lake. Uh, Sizzlin Valdez or something. <laughs> he like draws on himself. You're this. right, you're right. For those of you who ha- have no idea what I'm talking about, go read the Mark of Athena. Uh, I want to say it's like chapter 8 or something like that. It's hysterical. Uh, and it's just like the type of nonsense that cartoon characters get on with and it works. And it's, yeah, sometimes that just, sometimes it's just fucking hilarious. Um, but I actually really like Jason in house of Hades and I don't know if he gets any direct chapters in blood of Olympus, but I really liked him in that one too. Yeah. So yeah, I like it for the same reasons. Also, um, Annabeth and Percy going through Tartarus is an amazing arc yeah it, it also, just adds a perspective to the franchise we've never seen before or since yeah i think it, part of it is you're dealing with such large groups of people who don't know each other very well um and that percy and Anibus arc gets a little bit back to the first series and yeah. seeing how kind of the dynamic duo has evolved because i think there's only two books where percy and Annabeth aren't together for the vast majority and that's titan's curse there's a good bit where they're part in battle of the labyrinth but that's not the main part of it uh so titan's curse because of course annabeth gets kidnapped and 
friggin' Sun and Neptune. Those are the only parts where there are major characters and you see them separately. And it really emphasizes how much the two of them need each other. So I think that's a great dynamic for that portion. The third book on both of our lists is Percy Jackson book one, The Lightning Thief. And that is just the best book ever to kick off a franchise. Yeah, it. I forget what the opening line is. It's like... If you if you're reading this because you think you're a demigod, my advice is put the damn book down. Yeah, literally, like it's like don't fucking read this. It 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 ropes you in, and it really it it shows the strength of an actor where he can bait you into a franchise with like one sentence. I think you mean a writer. What did I say? You said an actor. Oh well, same thing. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. So. I think half the reason we are the way we are is because Percy is so goddamn sarcastic and cynical. Yeah, that's just what I aim to be in life, really. Yeah. Um, Next, we both had Heroes of Olympus book five, which is the closing of that story arc. It was just a really solid conclusion. Everyone got rewarded in their own way. I loved it. Yeah, I did. I most read it in like one night. Like you read it. And you gave it to me, and I gave it back to you the next day. Yeah, there was no turnaround time on it. I literally had a pre-order at the bookstore, picked it up. I think I went on my lunch break from school to pick it up, and had it read by that evening. It was fucked. And then I gave it to you the next day when we met back up. Yeah, it was fucked. Excellent book. I don't love the ending. um, But in retrospect, it's kind of just setting up Trials of Apollo. Yeah. Um, in the most heartbreaking fashions possible. Which we will not spoil, because we're not those kind of podcasters. Oh, I will I will spoil it later on when we get to those books. Oh, no. Anyway, so just to speed it up a bit, between spots six, seven, and nine on our lists, is that right? No, sorry, five, six, and eight. We have the three Kane Chronicle books. Which yep. goes to show how strong the two of us think that series is, because it, it just it's it's nonstop action in all three of the books. Yeah, they're like perfect blend of funny, sad, actiony, and it just pr- provides a really different perspective. It's not the same Greek Roman stuff that we become accustomed to at that point. It also it's his first change of narration style. So he changes his for the once again for you losers who haven't read these books, uh, he changes his narration style with every single series he does. So with Percy Jackson, it's just a straight like, oh, I was here, I did this. That first person, um, what's the term for that, Michael? I haven't done an English class in fucking forever. Uh, yeah, just that that first person. POV and it's telling a story in the past. And then um, the Kang Chronicles are written as the two main characters, Carter and Sadie, doing a recording and then sending it to Rick for transcribing. So they're describing what happens in between and after the events. So Red Pyramid, they're retelling what happened after the events of that book, but before the next one. So the same thing with the second one. It's after the second one before the third one. Yes. And then the third one is between the third one and the crossover short stories, I think. Which we did not rank because I don't know if I've read all of them in like six years. 
Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of like ancillary works that we didn't rank because that's just too much. We're just talking about the main novels. Yeah. But yeah, those are awesome. And then I think after the Kane Chronicles, we ranked in the Titan's Curse. Uh, we at- actually did that between one and two of the Kane Chronicles. Yeah, so that's which just is the third Percy Jackson book. Yeah, I just thoroughly enjoyed Titan's Curse. It it's one of my favorites out of the whole batch. Yeah, I, I think that's good for rankings for now. That's like our top ten, and that's where the similarities end for good stuff. But then yeah. we also have the bottom six books of our lists, the exact same. And five of those six are the Trials of Apollo books. Yeah, all five of the Trials of Apollo. Like, we have very low opinions of it compared to the rest of his works. Yeah. And The Sea of Monsters, which is the Percy Jackson series' second book, is mixed in there because both of us just don't really like that book either. I think it was just, like... I don't know if he was just swamped with not understanding the pressure of writing a major franchise because Lightning Thief took off when it took off. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if he was just like, I don't know how to do this again. It's, it's just, just really it's, short, too. Yeah, it's the shortest of the original series, I think, if not overall. Yeah. Also, it's just, eh. <laughs> There's no, like, I enjoy the dodgeball scene at the start. Then yeah, that's a great scene. There's not really a lot. There's the chariot races. Then there's really not a lot I enjoy until the Cyclops Island. Yeah. So I hope nobody loves that because we're not going to talk about that book much more than that. Yeah, exactly. Um, no. Uh, although a uh, big fan of Grover cross-dressing and fooling a Cyclops, I think that's hilarious. Yes, that was an interesting scene back in the day. Yeah, would would not fly in a book today, but no. it's a funny bit. Yeah, hey, it tricked the Cyclops because, I mean, blind man. Yeah, right. Get your eye poked enough, I suppose you would believe anything. Yeah, but yeah, in case you can't tell, we really like both books. Yeah, a lot. So who who is your uh, overall favorite just character in his stuff? Huh. I don't know. Like, I really like Carter from Kane Chronicles. I also like Percy and uh, Frank from the Heroes of Olympus. Yeah, I I really like Percy. I think he's hilarious. But I definitely I definitely identify more with Carter and Frank. Fucking hate (laughs) us. Why? Of course, we like all the same people. Well, first off. They're both just funny, good characters. And also, they've both got, like, the whole pressure of, you have to do well, you're gonna, like, you're gonna be a disappointment to everyone if you don't do well. And, like, especially with Carter, the older sibling thing, which isn't something you can relate to on that one, but just having to be the older sibling and look after the dumbass, loose cannon, younger sibling. Big mood for me. I mean, your brother's basically that to me anyway. Yeah, that's true. So you've, you've gotten the secondhand experience. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I definitely get that. But yeah, no, so we were like, we, obviously our opinions on the series are uh, fucking nearly identical. I'm sure when the series comes out, we'll text each other the same friggin' response to it. Probably. Or, you know, we can just say it because we'll watch it together because I'm moving there soon. Never mind. Yeah. 
Soon you won't be living on a different landmass than me. Yes, I'm moving to Taiwan to live with you. Oh yeah, totally. We're gonna run away and be uh, gonna live in Asia because why not? Why not? Yep. Man, if we would stick out like sore thumbs up out there, please, I can fit in anywhere. Don't you don't you remember my Newfie accent, Michael? We're six plus feet tall, white as fuck. I don't think we're gonna blend in in Southeast Asia. Sure, we will. Okay, you can keep believing that. Now we've just diverted off into a very strange topic. Maybe we oh. should wrap this up with Percy Jackson, eh? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I feel like I had one other thing to talk about. I feel like we neglected Magnus Chase in this conversation, which is a real sin, because he's yeah, also I, funny as shit. I, you don't like those books, do you? Not as much as you do. I just find them forgettable, but it's also because I haven't read them in a long time. I think they came out at an awkward time, right? They came out like when we were graduating and move like moving out and that type of thing. Yeah, like college for me and all of that. But like also like especially before Trials of Apollo came out, which is now my least favorite series. I just liked everything else so much more. So if I wanted to read some of his books again, I wouldn't go to Magnus Chase. And I still wouldn't, because I'd go to Kane Chronicles first, then Percy Jackson. Then Heroes of Olympus, then Magnus Chase, and the Trials of Apollo. Yeah, I think I consume his content a little bit more frequently than you do now, since I have everything as audiobooks. Yes, um, I can't have somebody read to me. I need to read it myself. Yeah, I can't do it. I find it really hard the first time I consume something to do as an audiobook. But I, I work in a warehouse for reference for other people. Uh, so sometimes I'll just have a headphone in one ear and I'll listen to an audiobook or a podcast. So I don't lose my mind of boredom. So For sure. uh, I'm not so allowed to do that at my job. Time. So, well, you're playing with knives, so I would hope not. Yeah, I do. I'm not. I don't play with knives. Sure, you do. I've never cut myself once. But this time, I almost sliced my hand open. But that's a story for another time. Haven't cut myself once except that time. I almost, almost is the key word. And I said I'll tell you about it later. All right, folks, we're going to wrap that up. Thanks for joining us for episode two of the Nerd Podcast. Uh, and next we week, will see you in a couple Shea of weeks. Has the topic. Yeah, so I get to pick the topic like next, next time. time. Yeah, which we're probably going to record in like the next couple of days, but you won't hear for like four weeks. So peace out, folks. Have a good one. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you want to hear more or just keep track of what we've already posted, please check us out on YouTube at M&S Podcasting and on Instagram at MS underscore podcasting. Please like, share, subscribe, and do whatever the platform allows you to do uh, to support us. Thanks.